This is chapter 144 of the WCBS Author Talks podcast. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at WCBS880Books. I'm Lisa Chernkovich. This week, we offer a couple of ways to cope in our new normal. Mark Twain once said, Truth is stranger than fiction, and boy does that describe the pandemic situation we find ourselves in today. We have large cities shut down, hundreds of people dying every day from an enigmatic virus, hospital tents in New York Central Park, and let's not forget everyone's favorite social distancing. 2020's word of the year, am I right? Even the most imaginative writers couldn't have predicted this, thrillers with eerie similarities aside. So the big question is, how are you doing? Arlinda Lopez spoke with Dr. Kathleen Smith, author of Everything Isn't Terrible, Conquer Your Insecurities, Interrupt Your Anxiety, and Finally Calm Down. I think that's really good advice for a lot of us, especially these days, because when we are dealing with something, you discuss this in your book, that is a big news event or it's global or all around us, it can really cause extra anxiety in our lives. Yeah, absolutely, because anxiety is contagious. If we can sense it from other people, um, you know, we absorb it just as quickly. What you discuss in your book is that you say that our thinking tends to jump to the worst case scenario. Can you explain that to us and why that is? Well, humans kind of have this unique power that other animals don't have. We don't just sense the danger in front of us. We can imagine potential danger. And that can really distract us from the problems that need to be solved today and the concerns that are very real Um, when we begin to sort of focus on the what ifs and the worst case scenario um, that can really distract us from from the troubles at hand. And I think a lot of us want to balance staying informed when we have a situation that's going on like the coronavirus pandemic with sort of keeping our calm and keeping our anxiety in check. What are some tips that you have for that? What's your advice? Yeah, I think it's useful for people to sit down and to write out a couple questions they want to ask themselves every day. You know, for me, it's things like, what are the problems I need to solve today? What information do I need? When is the best time of day to update myself? That might not be before you go to bed at night, right? What would it look for me to hold on to my best thinking when everyone around me is panicking, you know, or another one could be, how do I be helpful to other people right now without becoming over-responsible for them or trying to control them? You know, those are just a few examples of good questions that I think people can generate and sit down and have them guide them through this really anxious time every day. And I think those can be really powerful. And your book suggests avoiding that all or nothing thinking. Yes, we tend to jump in, jump into that all or nothing thinking and we don't see the nuance and the complexity of the problems in front of us. You know, when your brain is using words like always or never, things are always going to be this way, right? I, I will never leave the house again. Those aren't right. true, right? So it's It just feels that way, right? <laughs> you know, it's useful to recognize when you're doing that kind of thinking. And you also say it's wise to accept un- some uncertainty and then just stick to the facts. Yeah, you know, the the only thing that you can control right now really is yourself, right? So if the future is uncertain, if you're focusing on the person you want to take into the future, right, that work um, will benefit you. So it's useful to remember that managing your anxiety today, taking care of yourself, um, doing good thinking is going to benefit you in the future, no matter what the future brings. Dr. Kathleen Smith is a therapist and the author of Everything Isn't Terrible, Conquer Your Insecurities, Interrupt Your Anxiety, and Finally Calm Down. 
And we're grateful for this advice in these times. Dr. Smith, thank you so much. Thank you. Four-star Army General Stanley McChrystal is no stranger to leading in difficult situations. He was integral in U.S. military efforts after 9-11 and led all forces in Afghanistan for a brief time. He's also the author of several books on leadership, most recently Leaders, Myth, and Reality. He spoke with our Steve Scott about adapting during our new normal. As a decorated battlefield commander, you've had to adapt to quick changes. What advice can you give to people whose lives are being turned upside down? Well, there are several pieces, and I would start with the fact that leadership fundamentals don't change. So just because the way you have to do business as a leader or organization, leaders maintain the responsibility to actually stand up and lead. The second thing I think is understand that the environment we're in now and probably for the future is going to be significantly different than what we had before. And that's going to be disorienting to your team. So a few things to think about. The first is understand how your organization used to work. Most leaders think that they do. Often we don't fully understand it as much as we pretend. But in the new normal, particularly work from home and things like this, it's going to require you to do some real thinking and reaching out to your team to understand how information is flowing, where decisions are being made, and things like that, so that you can do the kind of leadership and, and management that's involved. I think the last thing is that you're dealing with people. And although most leaders are a little bit older, more experienced, may have scar tissue from a previous crisis or two, young people may not have been through one. And so one of the things they need is a reassurance that although this is difficult, and I urge leaders to be candid with their team about that, they should also provide the realization that we're going to get through this. There's going to be a tomorrow. There's going to be a next year. And so what we have to do is commit ourselves to leaning in and doing it. But then leaders have got to reach out because if you think much of the feedback and the confidence we got as young employees in any organization came from being around other employees and being around your leaders, those unspoken signals of whether you're doing a good job or not, the examples that you follow, suddenly when you're operating virtually, it's much harder to create that. And so leaders have got to be very sensitive to the fact that their leader, their individuals that they're leading can feel very isolated about now. In the military, establishing a routine is important. You drill and you drill again and you drill again. Is establishing a routine equally important now for folks who find themselves, say, working from home? You know, I think it's even more important. Uh, first, the individual may be home. The kids may not be in school if it's out. The spouse may be uh, at home as well. So the dynamics are different. There are going to be additional pressures. Additionally, for the organization, much of what happened in the normal headquarters or offices or wherever they worked was a rhythm that was very familiar to people. And so I'm a great advocate, established a very disciplined rhythm at the organizational level. Every day, there ought to be a way, a forum in which everyone gets briefed on what's going on in the organization, what the context of the moment is. And then smaller groups have got to have similar updates. And then for individuals, having a real start time when you are ready to receive emails or chats or be on VTCs and when the end of the day is, because otherwise what can happen is we drift into this idea that we're 24 seven, that'll burn people out and it'll make it really difficult to have predictability for everyone on the team. I think a lot of us wonder general, 
how resilient are we? Are you confident that we, and by we I mean just average folks, can adapt to this new normal? I think absolutely. I, but I think leaders have a big role in that. The first is to understand that because things are different, you've got to adjust the rules and the guidance a little bit. You've got to give people the ability to adjust how they do work, how you interface, what you expect from them. That's one thing. And then another is to give people the confidence that they can do things that they haven't done before. And even if they fail, they're going to feel like that is a learning experience. I can take that and I can adjust and I can move forward. The idea that we've got to produce exactly what we did before a month ago in exactly the same way, I think, is unrealistic. General, here in New York, the leader of our city, Mayor Bill de Blasio, has asked that the military be brought in to help deal with the coronavirus pandemic, handle things like logistics. What do you think of that idea? Well, actually, I'm very supportive of what the mayor wants. I'd say beginning, the military has got to be ready to defend our nation. So I would never move forces needed in the moment to do those things around the world. But we've got an awful lot of forces that are Americans. They would love to help. They would love the feeling that they are contributing right now to what needs to be done. New York City is the hardest hit place in the country right now. I lived there for a year. So I would say that most American soldiers would love the idea of being visible, feeling like they are contributing uh, and being part of the solution. He earned four stars for his service in the United States Army. Retired General Stanley McChrystal. General, thank you for talking with us. We appreciate it. Steve, thank you for having me. And that's where we'll close the book on this chapter. I hope you're walking away with some tips to help you cope during this unusual time. Next time around, though, our goal will be to distract. And I think we've got a couple of fiction books that will do the trick. Until then, stay connected with us on Twitter and Instagram at WCBS880Books. Be healthy, be safe, wash those hands. I'm Lisa Cherkovich.